0: Welcome to the Fashion Unearthed podcast. If you need help navigating the fashion industry sustainably, you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Belinda Humphrey, and my hope is to simplify the fashion industry so that businesses can make the best decisions for people, planet, and product. Hello, and welcome to episode 79 of the Fashion Unearthed podcast. Today marks my second year anniversary since I started this podcast. And yeah, I just wanted to talk through one of the main things or realizations that I've come to over that time, over the two years. But before I get into that, if you're new here and you want to keep up to date with what's happening in sustainability, I send out a fortnightly newsletter, which has a bunch of resources and focuses that can help businesses and other inspiration that I come across. So if you're interested in that, you can sign up to it by heading to BelindaHumphrey.com. Now, I initially started this podcast because I thought it would be a better fit for writing than a blog. And 79 episodes in, I was right. (laughs) I wouldn't have made it this far if I had started a blog. Writing is just not my thing. I don't love it that much. Another reason was that it was a way to summarize and document some of the topics I was researching in the hopes that it would speak to other people working on their brands and wanting to learn more too. But looking back on some early episodes, I can see how my perspective and interests have shifted and evolved, and for some, given the chance to redo them, I probably would approach them differently. For example, BCR cotton, I would now probably not rate that as much of an improvement. And I wouldn't use any statistics about energy savings or water usage that have come from any brands or marketing material. The philosophy of Barry Lieberman from Dumbo Feather comes to mind when she says she has firm beliefs held lightly. And this is important for all of us to remember, me included. We're allowed to change our mind when we find new information and we all have biases as well as a need to select material to confirm our biases. Confirmation bias. My psychology days are coming back to me. (laughs) That was a long time ago. So I also want to remind you, the listener, the person who's also been on this journey and probably your own sustainability journey as well, that you too can change your mind and it's actually healthy to do so. So the main shift for me was really digging into some of the common statistics that get thrown around in this space. Things around water consumption, energy savings, the amount of impact decided at a design stage. These are all things that I'm a lot more sceptical of now. And I've filtered out what sources are impartial and what sources might have something to gain or lose in the conversation. So it has been a process and I think it's one that needed to take the time it did, to be honest, because now I feel like I've circled around the issue and looked at it from different angles and listened to a lot of voices in this space. And over time and with the help of analysts outside of the industry, I think that's been a crucial piece of the puzzle. I've also pieced together the main players behind the scenes, who's on what board, What family has a chemical company in America that relies on the fashion industry? All of the people behind the systems who have no genuine interest in fostering change, unless it means more profits. And I'm naturally drawn to looking for patterns or systems, so it was kind of inevitable that I would be interested in going down to that level. Now, I really started to niche down into this field probably three years ago. I probably had the rumblings... Deep in my conscious, a long time before that, that, you know, I wasn't working in alignment with my values. And back then, three years ago, it seemed like the circular economy was the best answer to all of the problems. And while I still believe it makes sense in theory, and I still implement circular design principles with my client work and consultancy, I think a lot of what it promises is yet to be proven. And particularly financially proven. And it misses an opportunity to address the elephant in the room and include another word that starts with re, reduce. It's almost like a little footnote that if we do all the steps, then as a byproduct, we will reduce our consumption. But it's not leading the message. And I do include this in my work that we have to focus on creating less. Because it doesn't matter what the latest new material is, whether it's algae-based or bio-based, they all have a resource cost. And when those feedstocks are scaled up to meet the current level of consumption, it'll be just as damaging. The other part of that is recycling garments back into yarn at scale. There is a huge energy cost to do it and resource structure that needs to be put in place And if you've been listening for a while, you would have heard me talk before about Nate Berry's interview on the Dumbo Feather podcast about us all being energy blind. And I agree. Everything we do uses a phenomenal amount of energy, you know, and we do so much in our day to day without thinking about it, you know, using a computer, recording this podcast, charging our phones, all of those things add up. So it's not as simple as just saying it's great to keep resources in use by recycling because to do that, a large majority of the energy required still comes from fossil fuel. So the biggest thing I've learned or come to realise in the last two years of researching and summarising findings on this podcast is that we have to address overproduction and overconsumption at all stages of the current systems. If we have any chance of reducing the climate impact and aligning it to the 1.5 degree pathway of the Paris Agreement, we have to address it. It's absolutely the biggest elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about. Which brings us to the end of today's episode. If you have been listening over the last two years and you have a favourite episode, I would love it if you emailed me and told me what you liked or what was surprising to you and Thanks so much for your time and attention. It's such a busy world and we lead such busy lives. So it means so much to know that there's people out there tuning in. And if you have liked it, I would also love it if you shared it with a friend. There's a big back catalogue now with a variety of topics, perfect for binge listening. So yeah, I would love it if you could spread the word. The email to get in touch is info at BelindaHumphrey.com. And as always, you'll find the show notes and any links in the podcast section on the website, BelindaHumphrey.com. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Unearthed podcast. If you want to get in touch, head over to BelindaHumphrey.com or you can find me on Instagram at BelindaHumphrey.